0: Long to everybody. Parashat Vayechi, Last parasha of Bereshit. It feels like yesterday we start with the Book of Bereshit. We were in the street of New York starting the Book of Bereshit with side, And here we are already in the end of Bereshit. Vayechi. Well, the story similar to Sarah, the life of Yaakov but here we're talking about Yaakov living this world so of course the definition of the word life has to be defined by us today you know what is life is preventing myself from not have a certain joy from a certain things so later on um, I will have good life or enjoy everything I have because who knows what's going to happen tomorrow is that life what is life is life is to go full speed forward or just keep some of that energy for later and build up on that and that's of course philosophical question that we can discuss it forever and we can bring both sides and both points and all this and that but because the parashah Kol Vayechi, I think it's our duty and mitzvah uh, to go and dig into the Zohar, dig into the Torah, and define uh, Chaim. I think it's about time to define what is life. I mean, a person has a certain amount of life uh, that each individual lives in this planet. Sometimes you get some bonus from the Creator. Uh, not necessarily for good things you did just bonus and um, why i mean why i mean does that mean if you live under 30 years you did well and if you live 49 years god forbid no good what if you take uh, famous people who did all kinds of crazy things and they try everything in life and 35 is already dead. Is that life? Again, that's a philosophical question. My opinion on that philosophical question is that if a person lives a long life, that's when he believes in life. And if a person wants to live a short life and enjoy everything, that's an indication that that individual knows that a certain amount of life he has or she has, is short, and that's why they want to take advantage of it. So they don't really a life; they kind of expect death to come and hit them, because they know there is death in the end. Now, somebody once say that it's not fun to watch a Broadway show that you know for sure the end. See, so if at the end of all the that movie called Life is death aren't we supposed to prepare for the death itself now how do you prepare for that because this parasha talking about the burial of, of Yaakov Yaakov has been dead that's it Joseph died everybody died in this week parasha that's the end of Bereshit that's the end of Genesis if we look at the the old thing I mean can you imagine one of your tv shows your favorite tv show that as you finish the last episode, let's say the 10th episode, the finale, everybody die. Yeah. Who do I work with, right? You see only the cameraman, actually he died too, it's the only camera. Not a fun show. So, why do we call this parasha Vayechi? Vayechi. L'chaim, like Lechaim, like life. Vayechi. So we need, we need truly to understand that that's what we're going to go and dig in to the Zohar. We're going to do some digging tonight, what we call nugget of Zohar. All right? It's important. It might be a little bit complicated, but I will do the best I can to explain it well. If you, for some reason, don't understand that, it's not your fault. It's always the fault of the teacher. So that's when I didn't explain it correctly or I didn't understand it. If you're able to understand that, please let us know so we will continue this manners to explain the Zohar in, in that way. By the way, I, I want to say thank you to Mr. Michael uh, uh, for uh, finding this section and, uh, on Sunday while I do my walking in the morning, Sunday morning. And uh, basically he said, that, yeah, this is a lot of secret here." So I said, okay. Okay, and as we have discussion about this Kabbalistic section, a lot of uh, good things come from it. So I'm starting from the Zohar, verse 1, Vayechi verse 1, which is not normally thing that I do usually, but it's, it's I have to again say thank you to Michael for telling me what's going on here. He said Vayechi Yaakov Beretz Mitzrayim 17 Shana. Yaakov was in Egypt for 17 years. Amar Rabbi Yosi, libachama bedvua beMitzrayim, diyumblau bekamagalavon adachav adidinadekat Mashiach. So it say that Yaakov has prophecy in Egypt, and he saw till the end till the Mashiach. That's what he saw in Egypt. He saw everything. Ve'lo egi haYaakov levua shel vayeche ela beMitzrayim. Vayechi is a nevu'ah. Vayechi is a prophecy. And the prophecy is something that more than just psychic power or intuition. It's, it's, it's prophecy, nevu'ah. Where was it? In Egypt. And it was an important one. Nobody before him, no prophet. Or children of prophet was able to reach that level and only other human beings were able to do it is Moses himself so Yaakov and Moshe Rabbeinu reached that level i think it's time for us to know what level we're talking about and Moshe Rabbeinu would say uh, if if you will see my face God said to Moses uh, he doesn't say you will die. He says, "Lo You will not. A person cannot continue to be alive. That's a little translation. But because it's a Kabbalistic text, we gotta get dig into the meaning of it. So Moshe, lo Moshe, Rabbi Moses asking God to show, to show him to reveal himself. Hashem answers him, "Lo adam a person will not sh- see me and still, and still stay alive. Where is this prophecy is coming? It's coming from a place called Tiferet. Those of you are familiar with a little bit with the Sfirot in Kabbalah, Tiferet is where the chest is. Okay? So you have Keter Chochma, Bina and Chesed Vora Tiferet, Chesed right arm, left arm in the chest, defend it, So where is the vua coming? Defend it. Now, what does that mean? Pirush. What is chaim? Here we get to the question and the answer. What is chaim? What is livelihood? In Kabbalah, we call it light of wisdom. That's what keep us alive. That's what make every Intention, thought, words, action make it pump like a heart is the chokma. As it's written, the wisdom will make an owner of the wisdom alive. That's the parashavesh That's the parasha. the We need to mention, say the Zohar, or Ravashlag and the Zohar. There is a big difference between the prophecy like Yaakov, Jacob, and Moses to the prophecy that comes from other prophets. Most of the prophets receive the prophecy from a level that's called Netzach and Od of the Eranpin. Why say Netzach and Od of the Eranpin? Because Netzach v'od is too general. You don't know what system you relate to. So in the system of Zerapin, I'm not going to go Zerapin of what? Okay? Stay there. The system of Zerapin, the Netzach and Od there, that's where everybody receives prophecy. But Yaakov and Moshe, different. So where is Netzach v'od? It's of the belly button of Zerapin and below. It's a code words, guys. It's not about the belly button. It's not about the chest. It's about the consciousness thing. It's a consciousness. That's where the female of Zerampin is. what do we call that nukva, that female aspect of the the mirror that not shine. Okay. And that's why it she shem a and that's why they got this prophecy from the word ko, kaf, and a. Because that's the name of the nukva of Zerapin. That's why they like, say ko Like this, your generation will be. Because ko means like that, or like this. Yakov Hoshekibu mi Tiferet. Jakob, Jacob, and Moses, they receive from Tiferet. They receive from the mirror that shine which is from above the belly button and above uh, the ze'er pin. There is, in every things in life, there is an aspect of the back and the front. Like a human being. Only thing God could not create us differently, square. You wouldn't know. You might need to wear a full suit, square. You have a square body. But we're born like two sides. You have the back of a person and you have the front of the person. The same thing in Kabbalah, you have the front and the back. The front meaning consciously, you receive more from the front, you understand more from the front, you communicate more from the front because the desire is in the front. So why? Why the back? The back you receive, but very little. It's called a Ahorayim, somebody can touch you, and say hello to you, but the communication is very rough there. You they would recognize if that's a real person you know. So for that reason, Panim and Ahuraim, face and back. Every aspect in spirituality have face and back. So if we're talking about that Jacob and Moses receive from the upper level, it is true, but when they went to the upper level and received the prophecy from there, it was from the Ahuraim. From, it was from the back. It wasn't from the front. We may want to ask, how do you know and why? If you remember God said to Moses, you can see my back, but you cannot see my face. I mean, does God have a face? God forbid. We're not allowed to say it, even, or think it. There's no face. So what is being the aho? How are you going to handle an energy that's called creator? We can. not We can. We can understand it. We can grasp it. We can see it. Because what you see, it's already been framed. It's been metzum You cannot hear it. You cannot capture it. Something that cannot be captured, cannot be captured by a brain of a human being or any brain of anybody. Because capture means it's been in a box. We are experiencing the spark of the Creator in every human being, in every animal, in every creature, in every vegetable, in every stone. Think about it, it's everywhere. So, when we talk about experiencing the Creator in the eye level, you can't. You can only do a you can do it from the back. Like we said before. Not see my face because the human cannot stay alive if you see my face. But if you receive the light of wisdom from the back, that what keep you alive. So what is the connection? What is the Zohar telling us here? Moshe Benu had to receive the light of wisdom from the back. How come Yaakov has the same level of prophecy and he doesn't say he received it from Ahorayim. Yes. He received it in Egypt. And the whole country of Egypt, according to the Zohar, is Ahorayim. So what, what? what's so special about Egypt? Why there is a mitzvah not to go back to Egypt? What? What, what, is, what is the reason for that? Because Egypt is a country. I mean, I don't know if it's the Egypt of today, but the spiritual Egypt we talk about in the Torah, Zohar, it's a country that draws all the energy. Light of wisdom? Panim. Without a So what does the energy of light of wisdom do if you're drawing it panim? It kills you. What does the energy of light of wisdom do to you? It resurrect you. It kills you? Or is it resurrect you? It keeps you alive? It say the wisdom resurrects the individual. So how can that be, that we are talking about, it's not? Well, achorayim. Listen to what he say. Moshe Rabenu, achorayim. God tell him, you can do achorayim. If you do achorayim, you can get the light of wisdom, and it actually keep you alive. Yaakov, what does he say? Vayechi. I'm receiving light of wisdom, but I'm receiving it in Egypt. And in Egypt is all achorayim. So because it's all Achorayim and they all day long trying to become Panim, then it's okay. That's what the Egyptians tried to do in those days. They tried to draw light of wisdom without being an Achorayim. And for that reason, they used the Jewish slave. Because the Jewish slave has within them a system that draw light of wisdom. Very profound. And you know, in the Talmud, there's only two people That it's written, and in the Zohar too, of course, that they never die. Yaakov lomet lomet, and you understand there is a sicker there. But what does that mean? When you want to receive the prophecy from above, such a high level, <laughs> So he repeats the idea of all the idea of drawing that strong light. Yeah. So the whole idea of what Yaakov is revealing till the time of the Messiah. It's a tremendous Sodo, tremendous a note about what's going to happen about the future of the world to each and every person. How do you receive something like this? And what's the meaning of life according to this? The meaning of life, you have to create a to receive the Chochma. What is a to receive the Chochma? I mean, I will give you my interpretation. It doesn't mean that's the only interpretation. So feel free to come up with your own idea of what it means. A mean. means... You have to be able not to want it, whatever that you want, whatever that you desire, the lust that you have when you want to do something, that lust is basically your desire that come from Panim, from the face, and what you want as within a light of wisdom. So it's causing you a lot of problem because you have panim be panim. You have facing the light of wisdom and that doesn't fulfill you. It hurts you. But because you meet the light of wisdom, you feel you're receiving life. And that's the nature of all the averot. That's the nature of all the sin that we're all doing. The anger, the jealousy, the lust, the addiction, the bad behavior. All of those things that we are doing, it's coming because we are so addicted to the, the chokmah, to the light of wisdom. We're so addicted to it. We're so needy for that, for the light of wisdom. But the way to deal with it, or receiving it, or achieving it, has to be with the achovayim. Has to be with the ability to say no to it, it's a, it's an exercise we, we gotta do. And for that reason, a lot of time when I listen to my lecture to check if I did something wrong, I find out that lately I'm using the language and communication with the word I don't. And it's prevent people from getting excited. And I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for, for the audio and listen lecture, because my purpose is to actually motivate you to connect the Creator and there is a lot of don't in my language or don't do that or no good you know but sometimes to get the light of wisdom and to get the light that you need to get in life you have to be able to come up with something that it's not for you and if it's always for you you're drawing light of wisdom from the panim from the face and if you're drawing light of wisdom from the panim from the face Eh, this is not considered life. It's considered death. To, to be able to draw the light of wisdom with Achorayim meaning it's not just for me then that system is actually called life. So what is Triyat What is immortality? Well... Very simple. When a person is capable to convert every strongest desire in their life into a Quran, then you draw non-stop the light. But the light doesn't touch you, and you don't try to touch it because you are from a And the temptation will be there all the time. And you should be very proud of yourself if once a day you're able to control your bad habit, your wrong temptation, be proud. <clears throat> when you be proud, don't be proud for too long, because that's panim, the order of the chumatu. You're again drawing light of wisdom. <clears throat> so it's all day long the game, and it you, you should keep a smile on your face, because sometimes when I stop doing something, let's say I stop eating sugar, I'm not happy, so I'm walking sad, that's not the way to change. That's not the way to change. We, we got to change with, with with, the happiness. Because it's actually, uh, I think, more for us. So I hope that motivates you. Because it can be. And it's not. So I'm jumping to another verse. Resh Tzadik Vav in Sulam. Tfuz Yashan. 224 Amund Aleph. Yeah. And we're talking about, okay. So let's say I want to do Chuvano. I drew a lot of light of wisdom, face wise. I didn't do it for Machu'aim. I just thought about myself. What do I do? So here we go. I'm reading. The days. That the person has to stay alive in this life, When a person was born, all the days in front of him, they are already exist. They already exist. They are actual light, and those energies of every day, coming in front of the person before the person is, might commit something wrong, and warn him from not for not doing it. And when the day comes and warn the person not to do it, and the person cannot listen to his inner voice, then that day after the person go to sleep, go in front of the court of heaven. eat the and become the witness, and become a witness, and say my owner couldn't fulfill his promise. Then U Then they kick this day out, is out. V'la continue at the Zohar. We study when that day stay out. Uyoshev u'mechakeh. Atcha adam yaset shuvah l'chet. Then, that person, that day, is waiting until the, the owner of that day, the person, will do tshuva for the sin, will do repentance for whatever he did wrong. Zacha, he married, or she married, and did tshuva, did repentance, that they go enjoy the other day of spirituality. didn't have a merit, didn't do repentance, if he didn't do a merit, if he didn't do a repentance, that day go down and mix with the spirit that out of that person's, and he entered the, in his home, and he start to look like a shape of a person that look like him, like the person who committed the crime that day, and that voice in his head, or whatever it is, 'er it's just going to bother him. It's going to make him be angry, be mean, uh, suspicious, addictive. It's not even the person. Not even the person. And that day, sit with him in the house. If he married, and do chuba. You have to be married to the supervisor it's not for imolatov. then that person changed too inside his house and he started advising him about a lot of great idea then that spirit becoming bad now what I'm sure some of you are thinking what if you did more than one day me well, tell you the house is not empty So when a person passed away, they're counting the day. They don't count the day that the person did wrong. And when a person wants to come with all his life, in front of the angels, in front of the Creator after he passed, every day is witness. So if a person doesn't have enough day to come up with, Come and be old. said When those days coming in front of the king above, the holy king. If the person who died is tzaddik, is righteous. is going in those days. And every day become a beautiful clothes, suit, garment. That the soul dress with that. Because those days, it didn't do anything wrong. How much beauty there is in those verses. Good good for the people who help other people. Not to sin. Not to do the wrong thing. Not to hate. Woe for that person. That go up there. And when they want to dress him. With the days that he created. All those days that he damaged. Then he missing some clothes. Then when you go to that spiritual party above, mitlabeş beklî haser, he's dressed with the missing pieces of clothes. Vekolchekenim rabim emayamim sheniklekelu. How sad it is if there is many days like that. Ve'lo yeh la adam b'malat labeş ba olamahu that the person doesn't have clothing, clothing for the upper world or for him, or for his soul, and they judge him above, in Genom in for those days. Days after days. For every day, every day, there is two days he has to pay. And when he comes out from the world, he doesn't have clothing to cover his, himself. Good for the righteous that are have so many clothes in the upper world. Now you know why women love clothes. You know, they want to see their dress, they want to see everything. It's very serious. So now you know, when the Vishnu said, when Adam and Eve said, they knew they were naked. What does that mean, they knew they were naked? They knew the sin, that something was missing. So they didn't have something to dress with. Until Adam did confession and repentance and God accepted his tshuva, his repentance. And he gave him clothing to cover himself because he couldn't fix the sin of the tree of knowledge, good and bad, completely. So for that reason it said that God made them a clothing of skin. But if you look at Abraham, what did it say about Abraham? Abraham was old, he came with the days. It's different. So we have to take care of the clothes, you know, we have to take care of it it's all about the clothes We're building out clothing so sometimes when you prevent yourself from doing something wrong consider that as another shirt you want to yell at somebody and insult them in public for whatever they did to you and you didn't another shirt another shirt and your clothes above. you're able not to fall into your addiction today. another clothes, another coat, another shoes. you can have a choice of everything. you're capable to give tzedakah with, with a heart, another shirt, another hat, another yamaka. you have so much clothes. Did you study Torah every day, another shirt another another old suit you get from the torah. Did you do Shabbat right this another one, another one. Did you choose kosher over not kosher? Oh, that's so many other things. All those things are serious. So now you understand that that those boring uh, mitzvot, sometimes they're boring because they don't make sense, are not there to punish you. They are to get you vayechi Chaim, life. But in to understand that life does not necessarily mean only here in this physical world. Life is... Hey, you know, life is never end. We're experiencing death here because here is the first test the test between body and soul. We're in the middle of a war, our consciousness. We're in the middle of who's going to win. Our purpose is to help the soul, offer the body. But the body is good too, good salesman. He sell us the food, he sell us the temptation, the, the, the body, sensation, five senses. It's using us. It's almost like a some virus in the body that f- using our body to do the wrong thing. But we have to be strong. So once you win that force entity in you, you get clothing and you make the soul strong. Once the soul gets stronger. You have to get into the 60-40 thing. It's like a scale. 160 40 it's easier to win. It's almost like a arm uh, um, wrestling. There's a certain point when you pass the middle. So if it's 50-50, the chances of win is very little. I'm not talking about 40-60. 50-50, not so good. You got to at least do 60% of your day as to be spiritual. 60% of the day. And then you can win. Because you need those clothing. You need those clothing. You need the hat. You need, you need the shirt. You need the coat. You, I mean, can you imagine that in the upper world it's exactly like here, but you cannot buy clothes anymore? That's it. Whatever you pack here, that's what you have. And you cannot borrow. You cannot do nothing. Okay. That, that panic, right? Think about it. Your clothes can never change. Your address cannot change. It's all the same. It's all exactly the same like here. Wherever you live here, you live there. Just everything is empty. Home food, whatever, whatever you create here, that's what you're waiting for. You. So now you want all your clothes, all your shirt. You want hat. You want extra stuff. Do extra thing. Do extra, but don't do extra to get benefit here, or even to get benefit there. Because if you think to get benefit from it here or there. What happened? At that moment, you're busy with you. If you're busy with you, that cancel the clothing. You understand? Catch 22. The bottom line, the whole system, the whole game is not to be busy with me, which is hard. <laughs> Tough. Not easy. The body, always about me. The soul, always about others. It's not always easy to make it just about others. Don't make it about yourself. You want to enjoy it. Do you prepare the best cappuccino of your life once a year? I'm not sure you want somebody you didn't see for 20 years ago to come and grab the cappuccino and drink it. You love them, you miss them, but you want your cappuccino too, so there is a struggle. And that's the last cappuccino. I don't want a smart one to start coming. Well, you can order another one. I know. I'm not putting situation that can happen. Something just for the mind to think. we got to... We're well, to kick that selfish habit inside of us out. And I hope I will, I will be able to do it. I hope. I mean, not the easy thing. The struggle is every day, every night, every minute. And it just never ends. Never ends. Because the Creator wants to give us more clothing. Every struggle is sends at you is to give you another shirt, another coat. Chaval, you know, it's there. It's right there. Your husband didn't speak nice to you last time. Insult you. And the day before insult you in the restaurant in the front of your best friend. You're on fire. You're cutting something for the baby or the children or, or you're cooking something for yourself. And he's coming into the kitchen. You're on fire. You're about to explode. That's your moment. That's when you get the Gucci bag. That's your moment. But don't the Gucci bag that here, Gucci bag made by God. That's what we're looking for. But if the only reason I will do it is to get the Gucci back from God, I'm also losing it. And that, that's the catch only, too. So tough. So tough. Like, going back to what I said before, to receive it from Achuaim, to be able, I want it, but I gotta let it go. The only way you can have it is by letting it go. It's, like, it's so difficult. So difficult. That's all the whole idea of the sin of. But if we can work together, I pray for you, you pray for me, we pray for each other. I think we can make it. We have to pray for each other. Because that's the battle of every human being. We all have this battle. And we have to create a group of pray, Maybe Debbie will do it. That we pray for each other. We pray for each other. You know? Once a week, we put the list down and Debbie opening the screen and maybe pray together with everybody. Holding a candle and for 10 minutes, pray. We pray for each other, not for myself. I want to pray for everybody. Now, everybody. To those of you who struggle, those of you going through the body, those of you going through the selfishness, to the bad habit, to the negativity, and very difficult for you to have Vayechi, to have Chaim. Very difficult for you to overcome the body. We're praying for you and all of us who have listened. Please pray for the soul. To be able to defeat the body, it's difficult. It's difficult. We're asking help from above. From the Creator help us. Not help us as a bread of shame. Not help us because we want your help. We want at least I don't know what to ask. Is it the direction? Is it power? I'm sure it's giving us everything. But we don't have enough the vessel to be able to receive it. We have to pray. We need mercy from above. And we need to understand that we need mercy from above for so this to happen. You know, tonight, it's also the uh, day of the Fed, and uh, that's the day that uh, they captured Jerusalem. Yeah, we didn't destroy the wall, but they captured Jerusalem. Then. That's why it's a day of fast, you know, people fasting. Fasting because what have we done wrong that somebody desires a city like Jerusalem? There's so many other wonderful things around it. People that Dafka want Jerusalem, all the time fighting over Jerusalem. I'll show you that the war over Jerusalem It's the light, is there, is strong. Everybody wants a piece of it. But you can receive the light of Jerusalem with. you have to receive it from you have to want it strong and at the same time let go, and when you let go you have to want it strong again, it's very hard to to understand it, very hard and Jerusalem belongs only to one person one person, only one person Aaron the high priest, that's it that's the first person, last person that needs to go into the third temple. And then save all the nation, not just Jewish people. Muslim, Christian, Hindu. When Aaron kohen will enter the third temple, the whole world will be in peace, the whole world will be okay. That's Aaron HaKohen. Our Aaron. Aaron kohen When Aaron kohen will enter, Kohen Gadol will enter. All the problems happen. And all the evil inside of us will leave. For that reason, our own Aquan was Rodev Shalom. He was chasing peace. Ohev Shalom. We love peace. We love to unify between people. That's our own. That's our one. That's what makes our own special. But again, to our subject, we have to pray for each other and to get into Vayach, to get those clothing. Because otherwise, we, we're going to struggle. we're gonna do well and kind of create one little shirt and then after that destroy that shirt and lose another piece of clothes because we have those Yeah. anyway let's continue I'm jumping into another verse of let me see yeah that's what I want to share with you There's another section in this week, Pasha, when Yaakov meets Menashe and Yaakov is meeting Menashe Enifayim. and And he's blessing Yosef, shimon they will be like Ruben and Shimon, my two sons. The Zohar said, there's a whole new story here, there's a old and under-level story. It's a, it's a, the children, the Israelites, what they call the children of God, the Jew, whatever you want to call it, the Israelite, the Jewish people, they consider the children of God. That's what they consider. Not that the other are not. But God choose a nation, you know, to be the leader of spirituality in the world. That's their job. Well, why they do business? Why they do different things? Well, did you ever see uh, uh, a group of uh, three million Jews uh, praying in one place? No. It's dangerous for them. They can kill them. Ask every Jew. Would you feel comfortable to pray in the street? They say, well, with the yarmulke and this and that, they get nervous. Antisemitism is there. It's hard. But if you let that happen, then we promise you that the problem will be over. Then they need to want it because they discover no business and money, so they have to work on their temptation, the Jewish people. So, there's both sides here. Both sides. We have to help it to happen. So, When it says the Jewish are in exile, meaning the physical exile, meaning outside of the land of Israel. So it says, your two boys that born here in Egypt. It says the Zohar, in verse 73, Sulaim, He doesn't talk about the two sons of Yosef. He's talking about all the Jewish people that born outside of Israel. Because Egypt represents all the exile. When Israel, when the Jewish people will be in Eretz Israel, it will be in the time when the Messiah will come. They will be with their brother. What is exile really mean? When you outside of Israel. And then Golim. But if a person lives in Israel, it's considered like the Mashiach is already there, even the Mashiach didn't arrive. You want to move that? Yala. Yeah, no. So why is it Yaakov mentioned to Yosef, your children born in Mitzrayim, that they consider like an exiler, not the one born in Israel? So what is What is that for us? Okay. It's a, I'm skipping a verse, to I may. Sometimes there is one of those children that have been exiled outside of Israel and they've been forgotten. We call them menashe Kinashaniashem. Ufru Urvu, she the And there is children who are going outside of Israel, and they become multiplied with children. So even your two children said to Yaakov to his son Yosef was kind of forgotten in Egypt and because that's And even there are a lot, there are my children. It's almost not Yaakov talking, it's God talking about the people of Israel. They don't worry, you suffer maybe in the exile. Yes, you cannot go some places with Yamaka all over the world. But God hear you pray. So what does that mean? When a person is in exile, meaning you're far away from the place where you feel comfortable. Just exile. Wherever you feel comfortable. That's redemption. That's your place. So, what is what is Yaakov trying to tell us here? It's a Nevoah. Rabbi Abba Amar, it's a after all the problems that will happen in the world, the Israelite or the Jewish will, will get out of their exile. And Is it written, you will bring all your brother back. And Rabbi Shimon now say, verse 77, Rabbi Shimon will say, God will do a chupa, a canopy, for each righteous, privately, in Jerusalem. Each righteous alone, God is doing the chuppah himself. From that the verse, the sound of happiness, the sound of joy, the sound of groom, and the sound of the bride. And this, when the Shekhinah come back to her king, when the bride come back to God, Yahselah, Yerushin, a marry in Yerushalayim. But who was the cause? Those Because they were able to do a they were able to say no to something that they want to say yes to. So That's why I say, Zena Orena, the Sfaradim usually say it when the Torah comes out. Beyom Chatunato, in the day of the marriage, that they, they talk about Solomon, but of course it's a code. in the, in the day of happiness of his heart. Beyom the day of his wedding, Matan Torah. That's the day God gave the Torah. Beyom Simchatlibo, the day of happy of his heart, Zebinian Bede Beidash. Serabishimon that's the time of building of the temple that will be built soon this is all Zohar so profound and then he say all the names that have been mentioned in Parashat Vayechi when he say the all Vayechi is talking about Mashiach and geula, and Galut all of that is in this week's parsha. we can't find it because Yaakov hid it. Those of you who have time, go to the Arizal, Ketveh Ari, and there is a lot of secret about this week parasha. But I want to say one more thing, I told you I bring some Zohar nugget, I enjoy it, I hope you do too, it's a lot of information. They're talking about the burial of Yaakov. I'm in verse Sulam 853. It's in the end. Come and behold, when Jacob came to the, our Yaakov, not Jacob, my friend, Jacob the patriot, Yaakov Avinu. into the cave, all the smell that came from the Garden of Eden, Nimtzuba Be'ara, was in the cave. And then the cave is light. It was kindled there all the time. Don't forget, when Yaakov went down to Egypt, he didn't go alone. Abraham Yitzhak was with him. The light of the cave was gone. There was no light in the cave, because they were joining him. They didn't let the grandson go alone to Bitzhak. So when they bring Yaakov body back to the cave, The light came back in. Then the cave was happy to be complete. That's how I was shocked when I read it. Since 4,000 years ago, it said this cave will never receive another person and didn't receive till then and will not receive another person. So much fight. So much war. You you have any idea how much war was in the Middle East? You have any clue? Complete. 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 of righteous people, after they die. They go through Avram and Yaakov. They go through them in the cave. You know why? They wake up Avram and Yaakov and tell them, Those are the grand 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 grandchildren that came from you. Can you imagine? If you did well and you were full of clothing or spirituality, you meet Avram and Yaakov? Can you imagine? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? You should imagine that. Because you belong into that club. I wanna finish with the Zohar here. And just talk to the camera. a long time Um, we plan to go to Israel next week and uh, it's a very important trip for us to develop vital uh, community uh, globally if you know anybody American or Israeli that want to start Organize spiritual lecture and make Vayechi in their life because after Vayechi we have Shmot, and Shmot is Shovavim. Shovavim is the time you doing your tikkun, That's a tough one. Tough one. Shovavim, you work on your temptation, especially sexual temptation or food temptation, two of them, food and sexual temptation in those Shovavim. And because it's a Darbet, it's a little bit longer. It's about starting from Sunday and it's about till almost Purim. It's after Tetzave. So, very important time. Now, why would you do that? Why would you control the temptation of food and sexuality? The force of light of wisdom it's very strong in those two areas. The mouth, what you receive, it's called in Kabbalah, pederosh. and this is the esot, the sexual organ, esot. so you understand Malchut, and yesod you understand the two Kabbalah, those are the two aspects, the light and the vessel. A human being take on themselves in those weeks to work on that the change that we can create in the world is so big that we can remove any disease that might eat us later. Anything can be removed as a group if we do it as a group together. And we make each other strong. This is an important time. This is an important time and I'm highly recommended from Sunday maybe reach out to Debbie, create a group of people and call each other, see how is everybody doing if everybody is falling down with certain temptation at that time hold on, be strong hold on, be strong reach out to us and we will do everything we can to be there for you or reach one of our friends on vital so we can help you also when I will be in Israel I would like you uh, to send me pray that you need Different pray that you need, send to Debbie or to me so we can pray for you. And if there is something miracle that you need, where you're stuck, where you feel, let's say, depressed, or panic attack, or anxiety, or fear, or anger management issue, please, we gotta take care of it. We truly gotta take care of it because it's your duty truly to enjoy your life. Life was given to us by the Creator, and the important thing is to find a way to enjoy life in the right way, of course. Happiness is not just happiness of everything. Happiness has to be happiness of a good thing that you're doing. That's a true happiness. If it's just the happiness momentarily from something I'm receiving, that's going back to the opposite of a Thank you so much for watching, and you have a wonderful night.